you, Hawks. Welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I am your host, Stella Taylor. Today, I'm going to be interviewing my dean, possibly your dean, Mr. Hollett. We're going to talk about what it's like growing up and going to middle school in Alaska, his favorite school lunch, and having to wait hours and hours in line just to get a Harry Potter book, and much more. Listen to the end. There's a couple silly outtakes and extra stories. I hope you guys enjoy. So, what was middle school like for you? Uh, middle school was great, actually. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, my one real complaint from middle school was that our, our teachers taught in teams. So, meaning that they uh, basically there was a group of four teachers from each department that had a group of kids. And then um, they would kind of have an, another group that have, would have a different group of kids. So, if you're, and I think it was the purple and red team. So, if you, didn't ha- if your friends weren't in your team, the only time you saw them was at lunch. And so, uh, unfortunately, like two of my closer friends going into um, going into middle school actually got put in the other pod. And so, so I really didn't have a whole lot of friends in my pod, which made class not quite as fun. So that that was probably my my only complaint. Um, I think my biggest thing from middle school that I enjoyed was. Um, I grew up in North Pole, Alaska, so it was a really small town in the middle of Alaska. And so everything there is Christmas themed. So it's like uh, we have a Santa Claus house and he has all of his reindeer there. And uh, Santa Claus is there 365 days a year. All our streetlights look like giant candy canes. It looks a lot like Whoville from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Um, yeah. yeah so, uh, so the cool part about being in middle school in North Pole is that they send you... Um, uh, so they have a program at the Santa Claus house where kids can write letters to Santa Claus from all over the world. So they would send thousands and thousands of letters to the Santa Claus house. So the Santa Claus house then sent them over to North Pole Middle School. And my English class for the entire month of December, all three years of middle school, was writing letters back to kids as Santa Claus. So I've oh, actually written. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And it's really fun for like the first week. And then after you've written like your hundredth letter, it gets pretty old. <laughs> but for so for three years, I, I probably have written like a couple thousand letters as Santa Claus to kids oh all over gosh. the country. Yeah, I get how that would be fun. But eventually you just probably just have like a little script like dear mm-hmm. insert name. I'm so glad that you wrote to me. I hope that you get insert gift, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. They would give us like a template that we had to follow kind of thing. So, and then, uh, so anyway, kids all over the world got letters from North Pole, Alaska that were written by me. So I'm a certified elf. So. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. What's a funny or possibly embarrassing story from your time in middle school? Good question. I think what comes to mind is I was in theater, so I did theater all through middle school. And uh, yeah, so I know you're a theater person, a thespian yourself, right? Yes. Um, so the, uh, uh, but I, we had a play where um, we had, a, it was like a, a murder mystery play. Um, but but the person who was the murderer was like so clearly the murderer, right? It's like the one <laughs> character, you know what I mean? It's like this. It was like Sam the Sandwich Man was the name of the character, and there oh was my this. Gosh. Well, and it was a girl that was playing the this old sandwich man, and so she like uh, dressed up like an old man and acted like an old man. It's super funny, but she's like the only one that wasn't on stage when everybody was talking about who was killed in the play, right? So very clearly the murderer. Yeah. Right? But anyway, so she pushed her sandwich cart through the doors onto the set, and the entire set, 
like all of the walls, the backdrop for the set fell on top of us. Like, so, what? yeah, her cart like caught the wall and the entire thing came down on top of our entire cast. What? Oh, it was wild. Did, so good. Did anybody get hurt? No, no, no. Cause it was like this light, like that stall, uh, tall, oh. really light foam board. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? So, yeah. so all those boards fell down on top of us, but the best part was like everyone stayed in character. So, and then Sam, the sandwich man started talking about her cataracts and how she needed to get her eyes fixed. Cause she ran into that and she can't see. So everyone stayed in character and we put the whole set back together on stage. Wait, like, during a performance? Correct. Yes. This what? Is performance so the, the audience is just losing it they just thought it was the funniest thing but everyone stayed in character and just started like arguing with each other in character and like putting the whole set back together oh, in front of the so audience great. yeah and then we just kept rolling with it but it was it was super super funny but also a little embarrassing because obviously the set's not supposed to fall on top of your yeah um, um that's yeah, so okay. great what was popular like in general when you were in middle school Oh, good question. Um, I remember yo-yos were were a huge thing when I was in middle school. So, it, so did did yo-yos ever come back like again? Like, did um, you guys? In elementary school, they had a couple like yo-yo companies come and do like demonstrations. Then they sold yo-yos to all the kids for like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, that was really the only time. Yeah, not really. They didn't not really. really. Come back. Okay. Well, they were huge when I was in middle school. So it was like everybody had a yo-yo. It was all about who could do the coolest yo-yo trick and like how many ball bearings you had in your yo-yo because how like and then like I think at the bottom when you like throw the yo-yo down and it like sits mm -hmm. there and spins at the bottom, it's called yeah. sleeping, right? Yeah. And uh, and so then there was like competitions to see how long your yo-yo could sleep kind of thing. And like I could do like make like cradles and the Eiffel Tower and all kinds of fun stuff out of the string. So yeah, yo-yos were huge. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. So, and then uh, Jinko jeans was a big thing. So it was like the baggy pants era. So oh, like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like parachute pants? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So the, literally the wider the legs on your pants, like the cooler they were kind of thing. And parents hated it. I just remember, I just remember my dad being like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Cause I was like, I need baggier pants, dad. They have to be wider. Like, and he just could not handle it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so weird because now, like, only like I don't know, I don't really know. People don't wear baggy pants on purpose, no. but like that was cool. Yep, yep. Oh. The wide, yeah, the wider the pants, the better. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty silly. So the uh, and growing up in Alaska, uh, I think fads usually hit like a year after they hit down here, like in the lower 48. So we were always like a year behind everybody. Like yo-yos made it up there like a year after they were cool down here. So I don't know. we just weren't that cool up there, I guess. Oh. How did you stay connected with your friends without cell phones and social media? Yeah, that's a great question too. So I... Um, had to look everybody's number up in the phone book. So first of all, you had to know their parents' names because the, the kids' names weren't in there, right? So I had to yeah. like find like the parents' name and then look it up in the phone book and then call the landline. And then you had to hope that nobody was on the internet because your your internet and your landline shared the same dial-up service. Yeah. yeah, so you'd like, sometimes you would call and you'd just get a busy signal so you couldn't get a hold of them. Um, and then, uh, so have you ever heard what like dial-up internet sounds like? 
Uh, no. No, you should YouTube yeah. that someday. But it's like this weird series of beeps and tones and stuff. But uh, any any adult in the building could probably like recite what a dial-up internet sounded like yeah. in the internet. But anyway, so you had to look it up in the phone book. And then I had a list. Uh, I had a, a physical piece of paper that I wrote all of my friends' phone numbers down on. And then I would mm -hmm. fold it up and keep it in my wallet all the time. So that, that was my contacts list in my yeah. in my wallet so everybody had a contact list and then you would compete to see who could have the the most phone numbers folded up in your pocket all the time so oh, yeah yeah so that's it's... how we kept track of numbers but oh that's that's really interesting yeah what got you into working at a middle school yeah so i actually had an eighth grade teacher who was my reading teacher and my social studies teacher and her name was mrs carnes um, and she was really the reason I got into being a social studies teacher because she made social studies so much fun. Like everything was about like uh, creating an experience. And so we did a ton of simulations where we, we did like a civil war simulation and industrial revolution simulation. Um, but I had her class for like three hours a day because we had blocks and I had her twice. Um, with reading and social studies, and I just loved it. Um, and she would actually read to us a lot too, which I really enjoyed. So that was kind of where I got my love for reading as well as Miss Kynes' reading class. So yeah, she really kind of changed um, changed my life in terms of me. Like from the time I was an eighth grader, I wanted to be a social studies teacher and uh, and really enjoyed reading. So um, so that was that was really why I got into it. And I just love kids. I really enjoy connecting with people and building relationships. And so that uh, that was part of it too. Is I I was kind of helping um teach like fifth and fourth grade classes when i was in middle school and uh like then just being like a teacher's assistant and stuff and really found that rewarding and enjoyed that so that was kind of where that passion came from yeah i forgot you were a social studies teacher before you were a dean correct right? yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so that kind of leads into the next question um how like how did you get to hive like what schools and what subjects and what grades did you come from before you ended up here yeah, good question. So I um, have moved around a lot. Uh, so I met, um, I'm from Alaska and my wife Carissa is from Minnesota. So we met in college in North Dakota. So I student taught there. Um, I was a social studies major and then I minored in theater. So I actually did theater all through college as well. Um, How many lesbians at Highview? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> so then um, I basically, like Carissa had to move all over the country for her optometry schooling. So essentially I just followed her. So I taught for, um, we moved back to Alaska for a year. So I taught social studies in Alaska for a year. And then I taught for four years in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, and then she got a residency in Oregon. So then I taught for a year in Portland, Oregon. And then I got hired as a Dean after doing my master's degree. Um, my, I got my principal's license uh, while I was in Indiana. And then I got hired as a Dean at Edgewood Middle School and, and worked at Edgewood Middle School for a number of years. And then last year I did like an administrative internship in Irondale. So I actually worked at, at Irondale High School last year. And then um, I really love middle school. So I basically at the end of my my tenure at Irondale last year, I just asked if I could transfer back into middle school because I just love uh, this age group. So, um, But yeah, all of my teaching years were actually in middle school. So I taught some middle school social studies my whole career. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that you were in Moundsview before mm -hmm. you came to Highview. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so I've been in Moundsview for I think five years now. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, what's something you want, I wouldn't, I don't know, students, kids that you are a dean to, or I don't know, just the students at Highview in general, what's something that you want the students at Highview to know about you? Um, 
Yeah, good question. So COVID has made this year particularly hard for me because I just really enjoy interacting with kids. Um, so I, I think what I want people to know about me is I'm always up for a conversation. Um, I, I'm, I'm really passionate about getting to know students and uh, and uh, just talking about anything. Um, so that's been really hard because everybody's been in distance learning for a lot of this school year. Um, so just uh, I'm, I'm passionate about getting to know students. I'm here to support you if you ever need anything. Um, even if you're not on my caseload, you're always welcome to just come visit with me and get to know me. Um, uh, and I love talking about uh, sports and theater and books and lot, lots of different topics. So um, I'm very approachable. It's just that uh, it's been hard because I'm, I'm new here and this has been such a strange year. It's been hard to really get to know students this year. So um, come see me, come visit with me and introduce yourself. Yes, do that. He's really great to talk to. I can say that myself. <laughs> well, thanks, Stella. You're, you're, you're pretty great yourself. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How has COVID changed your lifestyle and affected your, I don't know, working, your position at school? Yeah, so I kind of already spoke to it's. It's been harder to develop relationships. Mm -hmm. I have worn a lot of basketball shorts with a collared shirt and tie this year. So that is a uh, that has been kind of my go to <laughs> my go to wardrobe uh, throughout the year because uh, we've been on Zoom calls all the time. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to throw a collared shirt on with my basketball shorts. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting and I've done a lot of working from my basement, um, which I didn't, and since I have a one-year-old daughter and so it's really hard mm -hmm. and she, uh, we do in-home care and so it's really hard to find a spot in my house where I can like work professionally. So I spend most of my time like in my dark basement sitting in like a recliner chair because it's the only quiet spot in my house. Yes. So it's been, I've, I did not anticipate working in basketball shorts in a, in a, uh, fluffy chair in the basement for most of my school year. So that was very different. <laughs> no, but I mean, nobody expected to be teaching over Zoom for months yeah. at a time. Yeah, it's been a wild year. Everything's changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what's something you're looking forward to after COVID ends? Yeah, good question. So I, um, my parents have not met my daughter yet um, because uh, they all of my family is in Alaska. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to uh, bringing uh, uh, Bryce up to Alaska to meet my family because they, they haven't gotten a chance to meet her yet. So um, so that's probably what I'm most looking forward to. And also just food. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I eat uh, a lot um, and I love food. And so uh, one of my favorite things to do is go try restaurants and things like that and go out to restaurants. And so I, uh, I really am looking forward to kind of getting back to that normalcy of being able to go out to eat. Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. um, what is your favorite school lunch? So now at Highview and when you were in middle school? Yeah. So in middle school, um, I ate, we had basically uh, that square. Uh, so in elementary school, it was like the square slice of pizza with the little tiny pepperonis, you know, that yeah. came in like the little foil rectangle. Yeah. So that I pretty much ate that every day in elementary school. And then in middle school, we upgraded. I don't, I don't know if you call it an upgrade, but we upgraded to Little Caesars pizza. So oh. um, yeah, but it was called, it was like a knockoff brand called the like Great Alaska Pizza Company, but it was it was just Little Caesars Pizza, like it's the same thing. Yeah. So the, uh, but anyway, I probably ate like a single pepperoni slice of Little Caesars pizza and some soggy French fries for lunch every day for like three years in middle school. So that was because I had hot lunch every day. So that was, that was what I, that was my favorite middle school lunch. But today it's probably taco in a bag. So I'm a big fan of taco in a bag. And have you ever noticed that everybody eats their taco in a bag differently in the, in the Highview cafeteria? 
Oh yeah, some people like I have a friend. She dumps everything in the bag, and then she smashes mm -hmm. it up, and yeah. she eats it. Some people like put little bits onto each chip and then eat it. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I should conduct an experiment and find out what the most popular way to eat taco in a bag is. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What, what, how do how do you eat your taco in a bag, Stella? Um, I depending on the chips, because sometimes if they're just plain corn chips, I'll probably. Mm -hmm put the stuff in the bag or take some chips out, put some stuff in the bag, mix it up. And then I'll just do like individual chips or I make sandwiches with them, kind of, <laughs> taco sandwiches, <laughs> but they're like so tiny. Um, that, and if it's like- so labor intensive. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's um, a new one. So taco sandwiches, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, I am a person that dumps the whole bag onto the tray and then just mixes it all up. But <laughs> my my version of a taco salad is literally just tortilla chips, beef, and cheese. And I call that taco salad and everybody gets mad at me because it has like no vegetables in it. So uh, they're like, that is not a taco salad. So but Yeah. But I, I, mean, I just, go ahead. Yeah. My grandma, she mixes Snickers and marshmallows and like apples and calls it Snicker bar salad. And <laughs> I mean, if that's considered a salad, you can consider meat and cheese and chips a salad. Exactly. Yeah. So talk to, that, that's that's my version of it. So I don't do a taco in a bag. I do taco salad on my chips. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to make a Google form. I'm going to make a Google form. Everybody submit. <laughs> how do you eat taco in a bag? Right. Yeah. We want to know. We want to know people. This is important stuff. Very, very important. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, what is what was your favorite music, movie, book, or hobby when you were in middle school? So I was really deep into reading each of the Harry Potter books as they came out. So I'm old enough that I like read the first one and then had to wait like two years for the second book to come out and then like wait yeah. more years for the third book to come out. But in Alaska, there was only one place that you could buy the Harry Potter book. Like you couldn't order it online or anything. Mm -hmm. So we had one mall called the Bentley Mall. And uh, we affectionately called it the Bentley Hall because there was like three stores in it and it was just like a little hallway. So, yeah, yeah but there was one bookstore that would release the books. And as they became more popular, you had to wait in line for like hours and hours and hours um, to, to and, and the mall was so small that you had to wait outside. So nobody else in my family read the books. So I was just like crazy Jason that wanted to go stand in line for hours for this this book that nobody yeah. understood why I did that. So my mom, bless her heart, would drop me off there and I would stand out in like the 40 below weather. Cause for some reason they always got released in like January. So it's like why? 40 below and dark. I have no idea. So it was like, in August. Yeah, exactly. Come right. Can you give me like, yeah, then I could wait all night and it'd be like sunny out, right? Because the Think sun of the people in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, JK Rowling. Get it together, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. so I would stand outside at like 40 below in the dark for hours in line waiting to get the next Harry Potter book. So that was that was my um, thing that I was constantly reading and obsessing over. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I remember <clears throat> my dad is, and he would tell me about I mean, not waiting in line in 40 below weather, but like he did have to wait for each book to come out. And right now we're just like, I'm just going to download the book on my iPad or something, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous how excited. I had to walk uphill both ways in a snowstorm barefoot to get the Harry Potter book. Barefoot? No, that's, okay. just, that's just a typical saying that people... <laughs> but no, I, I was not barefoot. I did have shoes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh. You've never heard that saying? I had to walk uphill both ways in a snowstorm barefoot when I was no. a kid. Oh really? <laughs> that's, I'm young. I thought that was pretty standard, but anyway, that was the the line my dad always used. So when he talked about how hard it was growing up for him. So. Yeah. Oh thank you so much for letting me interview you. Yeah, this was super fun. I appreciate it. This is an awesome podcast. I can't wait to get to know other staff members. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Noah. Yeah. You've never actually you've never heard an old person say that? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I, I, I feel like I've heard that a million times. Nobody's and ever said The thing that every teacher, like half of the staff here, whenever they see me, they say, Stella! <laughs> every person, not every person, half of the people that I meet that might be strangers, that might be at an airport, when I tell them my name, they shout that. And I'm like, I know that's from a movie, but oh, I've what? never seen the movie. I actually don't know. What movie is it from? Do you know? I don't I don't know. I'm Stella. not sure. Stella. Is it, well, there's it's, a movie called How Stella Got Her Groove Back, right? Yeah. 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 Some people say that to me. Okay. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet it's probably from that movie, but I'd have to I'd have to watch it. I really don't know. Have you ever oh, like you tried to YouTube it or anything? No, I haven't. Oh. I think I asked my parents about it one time and they said it was like rated R, so Oh yeah, it's probably not a not a movie you're yeah. able to watch. But um I mean, I could maybe ask them if I could watch that one scene. Yeah, I, well, if it's on YouTube, then it would be appropriate, yeah. right? Because it can't be on YouTube if it's not. But you should just YouTube the word like Stella and see what comes up. Yeah. On the screen, so. yeah. Um, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I forgot to talk about it. We did a lock-in as kids um, where, uh, like, did you guys have school lock-ins ever? No, I've heard of them where you, like, spend the night. Uh huh. Yeah, that was like a routine. That was like a routine thing in middle school for us. So we had like we like took trash cans and filled the, like those fifty-five gallon trash cans that roll. We filled uh -huh. them with snow and then we dumped all the snow all over the gym floor and just turned the gym into a giant slip and slide. What? So, yeah. So like all night we were just like running and diving on the gym floor and doing like a slip and slide all the way across the gym and doing. That is so cool. Yeah, that's sweet. So yeah, middle school lock-ins are dope. So you'll have to you'll. <laughs> have to ask people if they've ever done a school lock-in. Oh, yes. Anyway, but I forgot to talk about that. But that's okay. Yeah.